Okay, let's pick up the Flamid Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. So just to remind ourselves what's been going on over here, we had a Braisa that said Yavish is possible, where Yehuda says Yavish is fine. But the Braisa doesn't say which min or minim it's discussing. So Rava said that the, the Machlokas brought in that Braisa is referring specifically to Lulav, and only by, by Lulav. Rabbi Huda says a dried out Lulav is fine, because Rabbi Huda does not have any requirement of Hadar by Lulav. Where the Rabbanon say there is a requirement of Hadar by Lulav, because the Rabbanon say there's a Hekish, the Pasuk says creates Hadar, referring to Hadar definitely by the Esrog, the Pasuk clearly dis, um, requires Hadar for the Esrog. The Rabbanon say that there's a Hekish, just like there's a Hadar requirement for Esrog, there's also a Hadar requirement for Lulav, therefore a dried out Lulav is possible. Rabbi Yehuda says, no such hackish. The Pasuk requires Hadar by Esrog, and that's it. And that's why, so a dried out Esrog, of course, is a problem. But a dried out Lulav, no problem at all, because there's no requirement of Hadar, according to Rabbi Yehuda. That's Rava's explanation. And then the Gemara, <coughs> the Gemara asked on that, is that true? Um, the Rabbi Yehuda really does not require Hadar by Lulav. <coughs> Our Mishnah at the beginning of the parak, has Rabbi Yehuda saying that if you have a lulav that the uh, leaves uh, nifredu, they have spread out. They're still attached at the bottom of the leaf, but they're no longer attached flush with the leaf, with the shadra, with the spine all the way up, but they're, they're spreading out. Rabbi Yehuda says initially, you got to tie it up. So the Gemara asks, it seems to be that he's requiring that, uh, that you tie it up to be mekayim, the, requir- the requirement of hadar, to make it more beautiful. So you see that he does have an issue of beautiful, of, of hadar by lulav. So Shemar says, no, uh, quotes from Tarifun, is saying, no, it has nothing to do with hadar. The reason for tying the top of it is because he dashed into the words kapos tamarim as kafos, to mean tied up. Kafos meaning tied up, and that's why you have to tie up the top of the leaves if they're spread out, just to be mekayim kafos, not has nothing to do with hadar. So again, we are um, we sort of Rava still standing in his shita. The Rabbi Huda does not hold of Hadar by Lulav. <coughs> Let's pick up now in the Gemara. Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph. It's probably fifteen lines up from the bottom. If you look in Tosfos Ein Ogden, Tosfos Ein Ogden, and go up another two lines in the Gemara, three lines in the Gemara, there's a dot. The Gemara asks, Does Rabbi Yehuda really not require Hadar? We have a Mishnah that says, You can only tie a Lulav with something from its own species. Something, let's assume this means the Lulav itself species. You can only tie with its own min. That's the worth of Rabbi Yehuda. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda requires that when you tie the Lulav, you have to tie it with Mino, with, with a piece of with a lulav leaf, like like we do. And kapos is not enough to justify that. Kapos would not be enough because kapos is just saying tie it up. And why does that right? You could tie it up with a rubber band, or tie it up with a plastic zip tie, or tie it up with a with an oak uh, tree. I don't know, a piece of oak, whatever. Um, Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says. So my time. What is Rabbi, why does Rabbi Yehuda require that when you tie it, it's got to be with a piece of with mina, with a lulav piece? Isn't it because he requires Hadar? The Gemara says, no, that's not because he requires Hadar. To Ha'ama Rava, Rava says, you could even tie it up with the ivy, the stringy stuff at the base of the lulav tree, even with the bark 
of the tree, of the lulav tree, which those things are not, uh, they're not similar in appearance to the lulav. So you're not going to be a Mekayim Hadar. They're not going to look nice. They're just, oh, it matches because it looks like it's from the same lulav tree. It doesn't really match. It doesn't look the same. So, you, so you're not being Mekayim Hadar. So you see that there is a requirement to tie it with something bimino, but not because of Hadar. Uh, so you see the Rabbi Huda's reason, again, is not because of Hadar. Rabbi Huda, like Rava says, Rava is still, oh, still uh, standing to say that Rabbi Huda does not hold of Hadar by lulav. Uh, my time with Rabbi Yehuda Hasam, and what's the reason Rabbi Yehuda requires that when you tie it, it's got to be bimino? Because Savar, because he holds lulav tarach eget, that a lulav has to be tied up. And if you're going to bring another min, now you have five minim. Now you have introduced a fifth min, and the mitzvah is to have four minim. <coughs> Mitzvah to have four minim, not five minim. So if you bundle it with something else, with a piece of ivy, uh, right, from an oak tree or whatever, um, so that's a fifth min that you now have introduced into the bundle. So again, we left off. Rabbi Huda still, Rava can still hold, the Rabbi Huda holds, that there's no requirement of hadar by lulav. Okay? These other requirements of tying it and tying it with the lulav piece are because of other reasons, not because of hadar. So Rabbi Huda, at this point, still, uh, we still are assuming Rava still, whatever, uh, can still st- can still stand can still say that uh, the Rabbi Huda does not have a requirement of Hadar by Alulav. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask again. Oh, sorry, not the Gemara is going to not ask again. The Gemara is now going to ask even further. The Gemara said. The Rava said, when we had the Brahsa that we, that we reminded ourselves again tonight, the Brahsa said that if it's dried out, it's possible. If it's, uh, and, and Rabbi Huda said, dried out is, is kosher. And Rava said, they're talking about a lulav. But in Esrog, everyone would agree for sure um, you need Hadar, and for sure it would be, would be possible. Right? Rava said, Rabbi Huda would agree, of course, creates Hadar, of course, Hadar, of course, a lulav, of course, the Esrog for sure has to be Hadar, even according to Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara is now going to ask on that. Is it true that Rabbi Huda requires Hadar by an Esrog? Right? In other words, we've settled the fact that Rabbi Huda for sure does not hold Hadar by Lulav. We, that's fine. We agreed. We had a couple questions on it. We answered the questions. All good. So Rabbi Huda, um, so, uh, Rabbi Huda holds a Lulav. There's no requirement of, of Hadar, period. Now moving on to Esrog, which Rava said Rabbi Huda does hold the requirement of Hadar by Esrog from pre Hadar. The Gemara is going to ask on that. Is that even true? But Esrog me by Rabbi Huda Hadar. Does Rabbi Huda require Hadar by Esrog? The Tanya. Brisa says, Arbaz minim shebelulav, the four minim that we put in what we call the lulav bundle. Kishem she'ein pochasin mehen, just like you're not allowed to be missing out on any of the minim. You can't just take three minim. you got to have all four. And you also may not add additional minim into your bundle. You cannot have less than four, you cannot have more than four. And then the Brahsa con- uh, this Brahsa continues. If you cannot find an Esro, okay, you, you're not able to get your hands on an Esro. Lo Yovi Lo Parish, you're not allowed to bring not a quince, lo rimo, not a pomegranate, lo acher, not any other not any other kind of fruit. You gotta just if you don't have, you don't have. You can't say I'm gonna substitute it with a lemon or substitute it with a pineapple, whatever. There's no such thing. It's got to be the four minim that the Torah says, and if you don't have one of the minim, okay, you don't have it, but don't start substituting something else. And the Brahsa continues. Kimushin, if the 
minim are uh, wilt, wilted. They're like drying out. They're not totally dried out, but they're wilted. So then they're kosher. They're still kosher if they're wilted. Yivation, if they're totally dried out, tesul, and then they're possible. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, and now Rabbi Yehuda gets up and Rabbi Yehuda says, Afyuvation kasherin, even fully dried out is kosher. So you see here, the Rabbi Yehuda says, even fully dried out is kosher, and this b'raisa seems to be referring to all four minim. And you see Rabbi Yehuda says that even a fully dried out yivation is kosher. So you see the Rabbi Yehuda does not seem to hold hadar even by an esrog, because he said you can use a dried out esrog. How do you type hadar? Uh, so hold your horses, okay. We, we will get there. And the Brysa continues. We're not finished with the Brysa yet. Vamar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Maisa, it happened, Tanakhama Beis, Bibnei Kraken, the people that lived in the big cities, Shahayu Marishin as Lulavehem, Livnevenehem. They used to be Marish their Lulavim. It was a family um, heirloom. The, the Lulav stayed in the family from generation to generation. They would pass the Lulav down to their grandchildren, their children and grandchildren. Well, because of necessity. Because of necessity, right? Actually, says they didn't because they lived in a big city. They didn't have them like nowadays. We can import Lulavim from wherever you feel like. There are people that lived in the fields, so they had Lulavim. And if you lived in a small town out in the in the fields, whatever, so fine, you could get a Lulav. But if you lived in a, in a big city, you didn't have Lulav trees there. So they didn't have lulavim. So if someone got a lulav, that lulav stayed in the family for generations. And obviously so obviously it dried out. right? The lulav didn't stay fresh from generation to generation. So you see Rabbi Huda is using this as a raya that it dried out. You look, you see, they used, they used to pass a lulav down generation to generation. So obviously a dried out lulav is okay. Right? It's funny that he's put in minhag. He's, he's been a raya from what people did. Right. It's odd, I mean... Stay tuned. It's not oh. a minute. It again, had a necessity. Yeah, so that's the Gemara. So the Rabbanon turned back to Rabbi Yehuda and said, I'm oh, The Rabbanon said to Rabbi Yehuda, hold on a second. You can't bring a raya from that. You cannot bring a raya from a shasad chak. They didn't have a choice. They had no lulavim. They happened to get a lulav, so they kept it in the family from generation to generation. It was because they didn't have an option. It's not... It's not that, uh, that that was really ideal. And I saw that there's actually a I think, whether this means they were Yotu the Mitzvah or not Yotu the Mitzvah. Meaning, they did that because they didn't have a choice. So it was either don't have any Lulav at all or have a dried out Lulav. So does Shasad Chak mean it became kosher? No, it became kosher. Was it kosher because of the Shasad Chak? So therefore, regular. Regular, and you know, you and I cannot use a dried out lulav because we have options. We can go get ourselves a fresh lulav, but they didn't have an option to do that. They only had a dried out one, so maybe there was still yours to be the evid with such a dried out lulav. Yeah. It's a shasal chak. In other words, hudder is a subjective thing. Yeah, or that <laughs> it is the best that they had. That was their hudder. Yeah, or it could be that they weren't even yotze. Might they were not yotze, but they did it because. I'm not sure, but they did it because at least the kids should remember, the grandchildren should know there's such a thing as a lulav. Okay, Lamaisa, we don't have a fresh one, we only have this old dried out one, but at least look at the old dried out one and see what a lulav used to look like, you know, whatever, what it could look like. Um, so that's the end of the Bryson. So what are we doing with all this? Um, the Gemara, so that's the end of the Bryson, end quote. So now the Gemara says, let's get to the point here. Katani Mihas, but in, in, the point is that the Bryson says, Rabbi Huda Omer Right before we got into this story of the, the, the city people passing their gen, their lulavim down to their generations, where Rabbi Huda said that even a dried out min uh, is kosher. And my lava esrog, 
isn't this talking about an esrog? So it seems like the Brisa doesn't that. So it seems yeah. like the Brisa is talking about all, right. It seems like the Brisa is talking about all four minim, and Rabbi Huda says even dried out is kosher. So it seems like even a dried out esrog is kosher. Yeah. So it sounds like he does not have a requirement of hadar by uh, by esrog, right? Rava said by esrog for sure he holds of hadar. And Rav says hold on a second. Every Brisa here where Rabbi Huda seems to be allowing a dried out min, or seems to be allowing dried out all minim, including the esrog. So there you see Rabbi Huda does not hold of Hadar even by an Esrog. So Rabbi, how can you be so sure that he holds of Hadar by Esrog? It looks like from the Braisa, he does not hold of Hadar by Esrog. Jutagora says, no. Lo, alulav. He's only talking about the Lulav. When Rabbi Huda said that a, a dried out something is kosher, he did not mean a dried out Esrog. He only meant a dried out Lulav would be kosher. And that's why he brought the story of the, the city people who would pass the Lulav from generation to generation, because that could be dried out. Whereas Esrog, maybe um, the, at this point, um, Rabbi Huda would say that an Esrog does have to be Hadar, and therefore a dried out Esrog would be possible. Is this the price that you were talking about, Baltaisa? The beginning of it? I yeah, it says, it says you can't be Moses. Yes, so, right, so, I mean, I would say that nobody disputes the fact, I mean, there's a thing about Baltaisa. As well as Yudusa. they argue in the case of you know, <coughs> being magid, you know, an egg, you know, or not, because whether it's a not, whether it's a mitzvah or not, if the, what you're tying it with is part of the mitzvah, but I think the chum definitely agree. You have to take four minim. If you take a fifth min, then, and you know, for the purpose of, Maybe. you know, um. it's about place if. I mean, you're saying that if you, that the Chachamim would say that if... Who doesn't argue with Dr. I mean, not that I know about No, no, I'm saying, so you're saying that if the, the, the Rabbana I mean, would say that if, I, if the wrapping is not considered one of the minim. Yeah, okay, it could you're be. Not ra- you're not taking that as, as one of the It doesn't the become a new min? You're okay. not okay. to... Uh, it's very possible. Okay, okay. okay. But point to Rabbi where it's part of the mitzvah, okay. then that's already... Story. I hear the Rabbi Huda holds that the egg that is part of the mitzvah. So if it's a different min, now you have five things in your hand. You know, right? Okay, so I understand. I get the one. Okay, so you're saying though, since the Rabbanon hold Antarach Eged, so if you choose to do the Eged, the Eged could be a different min, and it's not Baltosiv because it's sort of an external. It's an extra piece. You're not taking it as a. Okay, I hear. Okay, I hear. Okay, I didn't see it either. I mean, I think very possible. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. As far as Baltosiv, yeah. Right, for sure and, you can't put a, a subtract. Right, you know? can't put an oak branch in there, and yeah. you know, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, 